Hey guys, it's Tay's Green Life with, is it Taurus? Taurus? Yeah. Yes, Taurus. Um, and who's your lovely lady sitting next to you? <laughs> I'm his wife. My name's Rose. It's uh, good to have you guys. Um, so what are we interviewing you about today? Like, what do you do for the community? Uh, we do a lot of uh, promoting for a lot of bands uh, locally in our area out here in Texas as, long, as well as a lot of the national bands that are coming through on tours uh anybody that's just trying to get out there try to get their name out there a little bit we work with a lot of bands that are trying to up and come that are just kind of getting started in the scene maybe start to get traveling around around a little bit trying to get them more exposure out there um do you work with mostly local bands or do you work with any of the big bands that come through um, it's kind of a mix of a little bit of everything. We haven't got like some of the bigger A-lister style bands yet, like the Disturbs or anything like that. But uh, we've definitely started start working with a lot of the uh, support bands that are, have actually worked with yeah. those guys quite a bit. Okay, cool. Um, so you are located in Texas. What area are you located in? Uh, we're actually located based out of Abilene, which is right on I-20, just west of Dallas by about two hours. Okay, cool. Um, what kind of things would you say you do for the Texas scene? Um, bring in a lot of stuff that's not really from around this area for the most part. Uh, <laughs> this area has a real big uh, scene as far as the real heavy metal stuff, kind of the metal core, black metal. Mm -hmm. um, and we're trying to bring in a little bit different style of stuff that's out there that usually doesn't get out here a whole lot, but people like to go to the shows to. Uh, more of a alternative rock, pop rock, things of that nature as well. All right. Um, and do you have any events coming up? Uh, we've actually got several bigger events that we've got coming up. In two weeks, we've got a, a band coming in out of uh, Phoenix, Arizona called Show Me God. They're a lot like Rob Zombie, Slipknot kind of a mix. So that's going to be a real fun show for us. A um, couple of weeks after that, we've actually got a couple guys on I think you're familiar with coming out here the plan and artusia is going to be coming out here and doing a, a little tour with us so that's going to be a fun little set <laughs> yes those are my homies um my editor is actually the drummer of the band um uh, <laughs> so it's gonna be great um he's a cool dude yeah they're, they're they're all cool dudes they work really hard and um yeah i think you guys would enjoy having them yeah we've got them set up in a couple spots already working on a couple more for them uh, then we've got uh, the week after that, we've got some guys coming in out of Jacksonville, Florida, out of darkness, and we're helping with their tour all the way out to the Apocalypse of the Desert Festival. Uh, oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, there was one another Virginia band, um, RVNT, who's been in Texas a couple times too. Um, yeah. yeah, they 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 do a run, and uh, they're they are they are also cool guys. Um, they are located like in um, Southern Virginia near like the beach um yeah so i mean they don't come to richmond as often but we consider them richmond um also bad omens two of the uh us the the lead singer and the bassist came from richmond and then you have lamb of god and um yeah who they actually still live here i forgot his name i think he, it's one of the the members they have like a sandwich shop here um oh, yeah. and his wife owns a sandwich shop <laughs> And sometimes he'll just be there randomly. <laughs> That's cool. That's kind of cool, actually. Um, what made you want to get into something like this to promote bands? 
we've kind of always been around the local scene in this area. Got to know a lot of the local bands and stuff. And we did a benefit last year where we did uh, 10 bands on the stage in one day to help out with the veterans for the VFW out here. And we got through with that and everybody said, you know, you guys have been helping out everybody. So why not start just doing it and start making, yeah. getting your name out there, making some connections and doing it on the side. I was like, everybody thinks that we can do it, then we're going to go for it. Yeah. And we've been doing it for a little over a year now. And um, we've got a roster of approximately 90 bands across the U.S. and two that are overseas that we're working with, along with several comedians. And that list just keeps growing bigger and bigger every week, it seems like. Yeah. I understand that. I've only had my podcast for almost a year now. And like I'm on season two and now like I'll make one post and then, oh, let me get on, let me get on. Let me, and I have to be like, I have to be picky and choosy a little bit. Um, Cause I mean, I'm trying to get the people that are kind of like have the higher, you know, the ratings and have the higher cloud in Richmond. Um, and like now I consider myself like part of the scene, like people know me and it's, it's weird. I'll be walking around and someone will be like, you're Tay. And I'm like, yeah, I'm Taylor. <laughs> that's my podcast. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool too. Um, I, th I think it's cool. Like meeting people and doing things for people. Um, yeah in the metal scene like people think we're so like horrible and angry and mean and i'm like <laughs> i understand i grew up in the punk rock world so yes <laughs> well, a lot of bad things to say about punk rock i'm like um no <laughs> yeah yeah um what are some things you would love to tell the younger generation about things to do this like how to do this business uh biggest thing is is make sure you have some connections to start with you don't have any connections you're you're gonna be hurting you try to get anywhere and the other thing big thing i would say on that is don't expect to get anywhere fast uh we've been kind of lucky with it because of the bands we had connections with and it kind of just blew up from there uh, don't expect to make you know especially your first couple of years doing it don't expect to be making a real good chunk of cash out of it because uh it's not going to be there when you first start off it's yeah you're probably going to be negative for the first little while you're doing it paying it out of your own pocket going that's what i really want to do but if it's something you want to do and you're passionate about music go for it is you got to be selective how you start off you know you yes. don't want to start off dropping three four thousand dollars on shows we don't have it you know, you got to build it up a little bit, build up reputation, build up that money a little bit. That way you can bring other stuff that you want to be able to do some work with. Yeah, and take risks. I believe that, that that's one thing you have to do. You just have to do it and, like, hope for the best. Like, oh, let me just throw everything I got into it and see what happens um, by taking the risk. Um, and it is a big risk doing it because you never know what's going to happen from week to week, show to show that you do. You just never know. I mean, sometimes I have interviews where I'm just like, I just can't connect and I'm just trying so hard and I still just do it because like there are people out there you won't connect with and there are people that you will connect with and it's just, you got to do what you got to do sometimes, you know, and there, there's some people that are bad, but you still have to be like positive and just like hope that like what you're doing is good. And that's exactly. Luckily, we haven't ran into a whole lot of that on our side of it. Yeah. Thank God, <laughs> you know. But um, it's it's that's the way it has to go. That you've got to be able to connect 
people. You've got to be able to know how to talk with people and things like that, especially on this side of it, to be able to communicate with them and get done what you're trying to achieve to get done. And like it, the little people matter too. like people like us who want to like help out these people. Like they don't ask us for anything, you know, and we're just like, you know what, let's just, let me help you out just a little bit. Um, let me give you my free time and like, let me help you because without that support, a lot of people couldn't like do this. You know, we can't do things without promoters, people who interview the bands, give them exposure and stuff like that. And like, we matter just as much as the bands, you know? Yes. Exactly. And uh, I think a lot of people forget that even some of the bigger bands that are out there, they all started off small. They just didn't all of a sudden just go into a studio and boom, now they're selling multi million records across the world and touring all over the world. They had to get started somewhere as well. And if somebody didn't take a chance on them, they probably wouldn't be where they're at today. No. Yeah. So somebody's going to step up. And, and my thought process is. Work with the smaller guys because you never know where those guys are going to get to, especially guys that have talent. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, there's so many people blow those guys off and don't even want to give them a chance to do anything. And that's just wrong in all aspects. Because, like I said, the bigger bands wouldn't be anywhere if it wasn't for the guys giving people chances. Mm -hmm. This is correct. Like, I wouldn't be here if I didn't interview someone from Texas who was like, oh, I know a few people. Like, <laughs> girl kate i love her she's she's so great um honestly um because she's like she's really cool and she's so motivated and positive and i love that and that's something like i want to see i want to see more women too um doing very empowering things um and it does make me happy you are also uh rose you're also you know helping them out and talking to these well, fans uh, i get off like i make Flyers and I go to concerts. <laughs> <laughs> you still better. all the major work. Like I know music. I've been in the music business yeah. most of my life. I used to be. I was in two different bands. Um, we were on record label and stuff like that. But you know, I I don't know. Like I got COPD and I haven't been in the music scene for a long time. And it's it's bothered me. I miss that. I miss being a part of the music scene. So when he said he wanted to do this. I was so freaking happy and I'm just, I'm creative. So yeah. he was like, well, can you make me a flyer? I had no clue what I was doing, but I made a flyer and I've been doing it ever since. I learned how to edit. That was like one of the hardest things because like, I am very hard on myself. I critique myself so hard. And then I have to listen to the same sentence and edit it for like 10 minutes straight. And I'm like, Oh my God, please stop. <laughs> um, and that's why I was like, let me, let me see if I can get help. You know, someone who's willing to help me. And that's important too, like showing support and helping everyone out. Cause you want to build a community. And that's all I'm about. Like you guys, just because you're in like Texas doesn't mean anything. You you'll come through uh, Virginia eventually, you know, some of the bands you have promoted and like, it's bound to happen that maybe, you know, I come out in Texas and show up, you know, it, maybe, maybe. We've got a lot of stuff coming through that yeah. uh, we haven't even announced yet because uh, we want to kind of mm -hmm. give it more of a shock factor when they come through because <laughs> some of these guys are just going to completely shock everybody out here. You know, it's kind of like, uh, like I was saying, with show me God coming out here. I don't think this area's ever had a band like these guys coming out. Um, yeah. You know, it's going to be kind of like the same thing, I think, with Out of Darkness. I don't think anybody's seen or heard 
the way they kind of do stuff yeah. on stage and they're their cool. sound. Yeah. You know, so um, it's going to be mm-hmm. quite interesting uh, this next year because uh, we've got connections to quite a few other promotions as well, and we're helping them out. So it's just, yeah. it, it's going to be a big year for us. That's cool. I'm like excited. There's um, Gideon is coming to the Canal Club, and um, I'm super excited about that um, because Gideon is just a lot of women like Gideon. I found this out, um, and I'm super excited because having <laughs> yeah, having I don't even know who it is. <laughs> they're one of my favorites, and. Um, this band too, upon a burning body. I have the flag and everything right over here. You can't really see it, but this text flag. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I would like to see them too. You know, like that's super exciting. Like the, I don't know all the bands that have come from Texas, but like the bands that do come from Texas are like they're completely different than what is right. like only out here. There's a certain type of punk metal out here, and then you have those Texas bands that come out here, and you're like. We've never heard metal like this. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's the way it is out here. Everybody, uh, especially when a, somebody else calls me up, say, hey, we got somebody coming through. Can you put them with them? I'm like, possibly, but they're probably going to be a lot harder than what those guys are used to playing with because that's just yeah. the scene that's out here. It's a lot heavier. It's a lot harder. Um, I mean, prime examples of that are guys, you know, uh, like Pantera. Mm-hmm. Uh Drowning pool is actually quite a bit harder than a lot of people think they actually are when you actually break down a lot of their yes. stuff and stuff, and stuff that's just on the radio that you hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just weird because some people are just like, oh my God, what is this? Never heard anything like this before. Uh, I don't know if we can handle this. It's like, that's just what, it, what it's like out here. And uh, a lot of people love it. A lot of people show up to the shows for it. But at the same time, it's kind of like what you're saying that they want something a little bit different every once in a while it's nice to bring in the different stuff yes like the canal club they 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 it's been around for a while they cater to like everything they have like shrek raves they have like um edm nights emo nights and then they have metal nights and like it's it's crazy like they have so many and big bands come to the canal club like all the time and Mm -hmm. i think pierce the veil if you if you guys know pierce the veil is um they sold out the canal club like in 12 minutes um, and the Canal Club is not that big of a venue either. So it was insane. Um, and it's just like, now you kind of have to cater to the younger uh, generation now. Like some of the older metals starting to not be interesting to the younger people, which I mean is sad because you got to start somewhere. And like, um, <laughs> and the younger generation is different. They're just completely different. They don't care about it the same way. Like, for instance, you guys do, um, or my generation, because I'm a little bit younger. It's it's all different, and now like they're making it cool. Metal is cool. Metal is what is in right now, and I'm going to you know dress in gothic gear and like pretend that I didn't bully someone in high school for doing the same thing, you know. And the scene now is just different than what it used to be. It is, and the weird thing that I find about it is. They always want to put down kind of like the older school metal and stuff like that. But a lot of the stuff that's going on with the new metal is mm-hmm. old metal that's revised. It's in a yes. different time or a different key. That's all it is. And yes. people don't realize that. Um, 
I mean, kind of a prime example. What was it? Um, six or seven years ago, and I can't remember the name of the song, but somebody took part of Ozzy Osbourne's song and turned it into a hip hop song, and everybody oh, yeah, thought it's going to make Ozzy famous. Like, guy's been around since '65. Um, yes, don't make him famous. <laughs> it's literally like I was like, "Are you are you serious right now?" Uh, and what's about that is the people that think that that was their music, and I'm like, "No, that was Ozzy." They're like, "No, they wrote that." I'm like, "No, you need to know your music." Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> no. um, what was it? Um, MGK invented punk, and I was like, "No, <laughs> I can't stand MGK. <laughs> I hate him." I'm like, "Why is he famous right now?" <laughs> Um, uh, he likes trying to pick on people he probably shouldn't. Uh, this is where I'm going to leave that at. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did talk about the younger generation. Is there anybody you think might want to join the podcast? Anybody would recommend um, who would you know want to view it or join? So and also other people can look up from watching this. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, it's kind of ironic to say that because I was speaking with the guys from Out of Darkness about an hour and a half before we got on here. They're like, let us know when it's coming out. We want to be able to share it out. We want to be able to put it out there and everything like that. Uh, we'd love to even actually get on there and do a session with her. We can get the band together and do it. And yes. I've actually, I think, I think I've met them. I think I talked to them at one point. There's, there's so many like bands in the scene right now. And like, I try to keep up with everybody, but sometimes it's hard. Um, but I think I have talked and there, a lot of bands will be like, oh yeah, I've seen your stuff. And I'm like, my stuff? <laughs> you guys have seen my interview? Um, yeah, I would love to, yeah, I would love to have them. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, and I get the same thing, kind of like what you're talking about. It was, uh, three weeks ago, I got a phone call from some guys out of LA wanting to bring their stuff through here. I'm like, I don't even know who you are. Or where'd you find me from? <laughs> How did you find me? <laughs> well, we just heard that if we want to come through Texas, you're kind of the person we need to talk to. So what can you do for us? I'm like, send yeah, me something you be promoting, Yeah, I promote <laughs> you. When people ask for Texas, I'm like, oh, I know two Texas people. And I just like tag you, uh, tag you and Kate in it. And people are like, now you got less like, followers from like Richmond yeah. looking into you guys. And like, it's cool. It's, it's crazy how social media is how it's run now like you you could talk to someone like in europe like like that now yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's how it works and some people are afraid to use social media for their advantage because they think it's bad but in today's time frame if you're not using social media in any way possible then yes. you're gonna fall you're gonna fall to the wayside and you're gonna you're gonna disappear literally i hate like tiktok it, I hate running. So I, I have a personal Facebook. That's the only thing I'm okay with having because of the memes. But now I have to have a band Facebook and now, I mean, a podcast Facebook. And now I have to have Spotify, Pandora, YouTube, and run my social media constantly. And I'm like, how do people do this every day? Like, <laughs> and work a full time job and like have good mental health. I'm like, it's crazy how social media. Definitely is. taxing. No. <laughs> Because I'll just be sitting on there for three hours doing nothing. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I just wasted three hours literally doing nothing on social media. <laughs> yeah, I've had people look at me like, why are you always on your phone? I said, oh, I'm getting emails and texts and people reaching back out to me. I said, you know, this is something I have to do whenever I've got free time. This is what I do. <laughs> my work and, gets uh, so mad at me now because they're like, why are you always like taking week? Because I, I have like an every other weekend thing. And they're like, why do you always take weekends off? 
why do you why are you always on your phone why are you always doing this why can't you just be a, a an employee and i'm like i'm sorry like i work the shift that most of the metalheads are up and through so like i also work like 3 to 11 every day so i'm literally constantly talking to people because that's when people are free you know they have day jobs Ooh. i wasn't lucky enough to get a day job so I have to work a little bit different. Like you, yeah, you also are night shift. He works nights is other jobs. So, and I'm like, how do I do this? How do I interview people and talk to people and go out to shows and do all this while still trying to be like a corporate employee? And like, so it's two personalities now, and it's it's insane. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta know when you gotta find something that's the happy medium sometimes, and it, yes. a lot of times that's really a pain to do. Uh, and that's a, something else people gotta realize. It's guys who do like what we do, you know, promoting the podcast, even the bands, most of those guys have regular jobs on the side. Yes. And a lot of people don't realize that they think the bands, that's all they do is play music and that's it. And a lot of times that's not the case. Uh, most of the bands, if they go on a tour, they're saved up vacation time to go on that tour. And then they have to come back and go right back to work. And I've seen venues get upset because, oh, we can't get them here during this time frame. Why can't you get them? They've got jobs. Yeah. You know, uh, bands that are coming through to like, you know, why is it so hard to get bands on a show on certain dates? Because they've got jobs. Uh, it's not the fact they don't want to play, but yes, they've got good work the next morning. So it gets kind of taxing sometimes with stuff like that and that goes all the way around the industry it's not even on the uh, musician side either comedians uh magicians i mean i work with all those guys as well and they all have day jobs as well yeah and, you know sometimes you get people that just don't understand that aspect of it that this isn't their only thing this is something mm -hmm. that they love to do and they're doing it because they love to do it doesn't mean it's paying the bill yeah like when people are like I, I, someone made a comment because they were like, you're very arrogant when you're out in public about your business and it just doesn't look good on you because, you know, you, you appear like you have all this money. I said, I wish I had the money. Everyone <laughs> I, I like, uh, I, I had, I actually told my car, um, two days before Thanksgiving oh, and wow. I was at, I was at a red light and someone hit me. Yeah. And I was like struggling to get my car going. I had to buy like a piece of crap car and the insurance companies just they effed me over so like i basically had to take a whole paycheck to like get a car and now i'm like struggling to keep up and i'm trying to do the podcast i'm trying to get equipment and like i'm so scared to start asking for donations and monetizing my podcast because i can't do this with no money like my computer like i'm using a laptop right now it doesn't look like it but i am um, i have like seven ports that i have like a bunch of cords in it right now like it's so bad um but you gotta start somewhere you know like you gotta start somewhere and once you get to that point you'll be able to live comfortably and be able to afford to do your hobby exactly yeah. and that's what i always try to stress to people uh especially some some of these newer guys it's kind of weird because I understand you know, a lot of people don't see all the practice hours they put in, the traveling yes. hours they put in, the equipment they have to buy. All that stuff's very expensive. Mm -hmm. um, and you get some of these places that I'm not trying to put down venues or anything like that, or these bands or anything. I don't want anybody to get the wrong impression of that. But whenever a venue wants to offer you only 
50 percent of whatever the door is or something like that you kind of yeah. look at it like do you know what these guys are going through i mean people don't realize how much back-end prep there is i mean literally for a band to do a 45 minute show they're practicing three or four times a week weeks out three or four hours at a time putting in all that time and effort just to come out and do a 45 minute show and people don't understand that side of it about the musicians or anything they don't understand the back ends of prepping and getting everything ready to go for it and some people see a ten dollar cover they're like why is it ten dollars for there's only three bands here we don't even know who they are <laughs> so you got to understand all the back end stuff that goes to it and ten dollars isn't that much to go it's see for like four or five hours of live music and normally it's like 15 or 12 dollars for some of the, like the local shows but if you have like the local bands jumping with like big like big headliners it's normally like 20 to 30 bucks and that's reasonable you know you know you got you got the venue needs a, a cut the band needs a cut the bartenders need a cut everyone who participated during that event needs a cut and the more people that go and the more people that show up the more like money these people are getting and the, the scene gets better because you have the inside people taking care of it you know if you don't have that then the venues are going to suck you know like they are and yes. you know that's where some of these venues you got to understand that is you know you can't expect to get good quality in if you're not willing to do what you need to do when you're ending uh making sure you have the right bartenders in there making sure your stuff is up to date and accurate and working properly because then all you're going to get is the bottom feeders that's going to go in there just because they want to go in there and make 20 or 30 bucks for the weekend literally um, yeah, yeah. So it, it all feeds together between you know promoters doing their job to make sure they're getting the right bands the right venues make sure the promotions are out there because like, it all takes money it doesn't matter what it is whether you're doing flyers or even social media payouts it all takes money to get it all Everything done goes in this world honestly like you can't do anything you love without taking like a cut from something in your life like exactly. and people don't understand that they're like you look like you have it all together i was like if you really realize how hard it is to make it seem that way like it takes effort and like i t i like i can be very negative like horribly negative to myself and like when i'm in my moods and people understand that i have to show like a positive persona like all the time and sometimes i don't want to anymore like i don't want to like on my days off from work I also don't want to interview people, you know, because maybe I need that day for like myself. And yeah. sometimes I have to reschedule. And like, I, I don't want people to get mad at me, but it's just like, sometimes you just can't do like a hundred million things at once, you know? And sometimes you have to take that cut of something that you love or a cut of your job or a cut of a, a venue or anything to take time for yourself. And that's yeah. like important and people don't understand that especially with bands they're tired they're touring they're tired they sleep in a van every yeah. day like yeah. imagine you sleeping in a van every day for like three weeks like and, yeah. yeah and it's just not the van that they're sleeping they have time they've got their gear in there so they're sleeping on top of gear or something like that and you know those guys you know those guys need to play too and some people just don't realize that they think oh they, they just go up there and they're just playing for 45 minutes i mean what's the big deal go tour with some of these guys and you'll see if they don't have a tour bus or anything like that yeah. you'll see some of these bigger guys see what they have to go through a lot of times they're sleeping in the vehicles that they're traveling in and 
So you just shower as much as you'd like. Yeah. Your, your best friend's got the stinkiest feet in the world. <laughs> like, Literally. <laughs> um, it's funny because I'm friends with like Artusha and two of the members live together. And it's funny like hearing the stories and seeing like their footage and then like two members being really sick and they're like, we really want to go home, but we're still kicking it. And it's just crazy. Like how much effort people have to put in and to just sleep in their van to do these events and shows because they want to make it. They want to do something with their lives other than working, you know? That's where we try to come in is try to help those guys out mm -hmm. in more ways than one. I mean, we've had guys come in from Mississippi and we opened up our house to them that way they didn't have to go out yeah. and pay for hotel rooms. You know, they spent a week with us at the house and we all had a great time with it. Uh, you know, real, real down to earth guys, real cool guys and everything. But that's part of where I think everybody has a disconnect as far as with the bands and everything or, or anybody that's just traveling through. If you're doing something similar to what we're doing, help the guys out in a way maybe you're not thinking of. Because that little that little gesture may be the biggest thing that they've had since they've been on tour. Mm -hmm. You know, just um, that simple. I mean, support those guys in any way you can. Because without them, we wouldn't have these venues. We wouldn't be having the concerts. Go out and support the people that are putting on the shows. Literally, it's really not that hard. Like, if you can promote yeah. the biggest artists, you can promote the little ones too. The little ones yeah. have somewhere too. And I, I loved talking to you guys. You guys are great. Um, everything you said to me has been very educational, and I think everyone will appreciate it. Um, we're getting a little bit close to the end here. Is there anything you want anybody to know about you guys and what you do um, before we get out of here? I mean, if anybody's trying to come through this way or if you guys uh, have any ideas, anybody that's watching about uh, potential show or something you may want to see. I mean, I do, we just don't work with the smaller guys. We do have connections with some of the A-lister bands and stuff like that. Reach out to us on our Facebook page, Door Dragon Promotions on Facebook. Reach yes. out to us. Let's see what we can get, get done for you. Yes. May not happen, you know, uh, but reach out to us. Uh, yeah, you might know somebody that might help them. You know, or you might be able to help them or like you don't know unless you talk to people, you know, expand horizons. Yeah, it's a, like a question I used to use all the time whenever I used to train people. So the world's dumbest question is the one you don't ask. So if you're not asking, you never know. Whether it's music or maybe comedians, you know, I've got a couple of comedians I like to get out and travel and stuff, starting to work with some bigger name comedians on that level. Whatever it is, so whether you're opening a new venue and you want to do a grand opening or you're a new band and you're trying to get some exposure or want some help with recording or something, we have connections to all that. So if there's anything we can do to help out some of the smaller artists that are out there trying to get out there yeah. or venues or anything like that, feel free to contact us and yes. we'll do whatever we can to help you out. Yes. All right. I appreciate you guys being here. It was a pleasure. You guys, um, Steel Dragon Promotions and what was it? First Steel Dragon Promotions on Instagram too? Was it? Uh, or... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, obviously, I'll put everything in the descriptions. Um, you guys have been a pleasure um, and I hope to interview you again soon.